back, 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to the Vacuous Podcast, where we talk about vacuous things, random stuff, and everything in between. My name's Naya. I'm Kathy. I'm Daniel. And I'm Blazin' Bad. Oh. You're what? <laughs> Blazing Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly. He got the headphones in, and now he thinks he's a radio juggalo. disc jockey. Now he's a juggalo now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're disgusting. Disgusting. I welcome apologize. back. <gasps> Surfboard. Surfboard. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, how's your week been, Nana? It's been a disaster. I cried like five times. I think we should talk about it. Uh, you think so? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times on this podcast we are pretty vacuous and we keep things light and heavy, but that also means that we don't ever have like a real good theme that we like dive into and really talk about. And I think we should do that this episode and see how it goes and see how it feels. Oh, what are we? What do you guys think? About? What are we gonna talk about? Well, I mean, so Blaze and I kind of talked about it this morning, but I want to talk about your week and how you've been feeling and like why it was a disaster and why you didn't have a good week. I have another topic that we can talk about if we want to get oh. real and deep. <laughs> okay. But I want to make sure that that's something that you guys are good with. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with it. I'm good. Well. <laughs> so, for real, how was your week? It was horrible. What happened? Um, so we originally had six managers. Now we're down to three. Um, Shit. Yeah. So work's been blowing up. People have not stopped coming in. Uh, we're getting new animals that we know nothing about. And they didn't give us any information about. Uh, they're skinny pigs and they cost 100 bucks. <laughs> they're hairless skinny pigs. They're so hideous but so adorable. Um, so can you just do like research online and try to figure out as much as possible? Yep. On my downtime. Also, I only get, get one day off this week and it's making me lose my mind oh <laughs> oh but i bought a skateboard just oh, like yeah. so there you go you're enjoying board. you know your time outside of work with yeah. learning something new that's cool. my two hours outside of work <laughs> i'm fine it's time out fine. of work i mean <clears throat> yeah you do what you can with what you have mm, skater girl <laughs> i did the splits today i was tight <laughs> i'm actually really proud of you thank you it was like, like my lifelong doing it, you know? dream to do splits cute what are you looking for uh cheers to the splits cheers to the splits oh apologies tasty a pile of cheese is that what you said <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my week's been horrible and it's making me feel down down and sad but what's been your favorite part of the week getting your skateboard getting my skateboard for sure Oh, also, uh, my friend graduated. Oh, she got her degree, and then later that day, I was shoulder deep in a fish tank. <laughs> oh, what? I thought you were going to stop at fish, and I was scared. <laughs> no. I heard shoulder deep, and I was like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> no, and that made me feel real sad about myself. So, nothing but depression this week. It's all good, though. Is it really good? No. Okay. But you're like, <laughs> it's all good, though. Yeah. yeah Gotta hold good. it together, because... Everything else is crumbling down. Facts. Moving on, somebody else, please. Please, how's your week? It's been good. Um, it's been kind of overwhelming, um, just between work and everything else going on in the world right now. It's hard to like 
make time for myself. Right. But beyond that, I've just been kind of trying to relax. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to relax as much as I could. So what do you do to relax? I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks and some new podcasts recently just about, like, mental health and all of that. Is it working? Does that help, you feel? I'm just starting. Okay. So I'm not super so deep into to it. to be determined? Yeah. Um, before Last Podcast Network became, like, Last Podcast Network, they were Cave Comedy Radio, and they had one called Sex and Other Human Activities, where they talk about, like, um, like what they've been up to sexually, I guess, but they focus a lot on, like, mental health um because marcus parks has like a lot of mental health problems Mm -hmm. um so he's very open about it on that and how he like copes with it and stuff so you might check that out well one i started today was called the happiness lab which is a yale course that got released online for free in the form of a podcast and so like i started listening to it today and i actually was listening to it when i picked kathy up and we were running around doing errands and I, I feel so far leading up to it, like what I've gotten out of the first episode so far, I want to continue listening to it to just like effectively better myself. Yeah, I've seen a lot of like self-help like books and stuff at work. Um, and part of me is like intrigued to be like, oh, cool. I wonder if that would help. But then also like there's I feel like there's like a stigma that like you're you have to be a really sad person to want to buy a self-help book for some reason i don't know if that's just me but like that's how it feels like oh if i buy a self-help book like i'm like fucking you know i feel like i don't think i feel like the stigma is like more like um like uppity like xanax and chardonnay moms are the type that have like self-help books especially as like a coffee table book yeah, I guess like a, like, like, like empowerment that. books and shit like that. Yeah, kind of. I've never yeah. seen like the you got to be extra sad stigma. Well, like the that's an interesting take. The book series, you are a badass, or how to be a badass. Yeah, like yeah. those three books, I wouldn't contribute those to. Like you have to be super down to listen to or to read them. It's just it's like what it's just like how to make yourself it's even re- more better. Right, it's <laughs> yeah. reinforcing yourself yeah. as well. But the very first book, how to be a badass, I pretty sure that's the name of it not you are about um it's motivational it's hey these are some steps you can take to better yourself like even if you're not sad or anything like that and that's one of the things this course has it goes from the super depressed like the very first episode uh she reads a letter she got from a fan talking about how they wanted to kill themselves and how this course helped but she also puts in input on how just general students take the course and they just come out much happier than they already are. Shit. I should listen to that. (laughs) What's it called? The Happiness Lab. Okay. Oh, okay. That sounds cute. Cute. I feel like the only time I listen to podcasts is at work and that's too too stressful of an environment to listen to something like that. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the ones that you actually like you have to listen to yeah, like to like to, you or know? you can sign up from for the free course at yale like what? it's all online you can sign up and take the oh. course at your own pace and everything like that it's and completely like dedicate free. time to it exactly that's interesting fun. very 
have too many shows to watch. Because I feel like I don't like, <laughs> like I don't dedicate time to podcasts. It's like, oh, what should I listen to? Well, you know, I'll listen to this podcast while I'm doing something else. But I don't mm, usually yeah. like dedicate a time. But most of the podcasts that I listen to are like comedy podcasts or like nothing super serious. So well, because I work overnight already, oh, I'm thanks, by myself. Yeah. So like, it's either I can put Netflix on on my phone, or I can listen to a book or an audio book and yeah. all of that. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I like that. Cute. What about you? Yeah. How's your week been? Um, my week's been good. Um, I got hit on by a crackhead again. <gasps> yes, Love that I know. For you were just talking about how like how long it's been. Yeah. Um, but I was wearing my all black get up with the the short shirt that I just bought. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think it was like on Saturday or something. What day was I up at the store? Maybe it was Friday. Friday. Yeah, so it was Friday. And I had just left Target and I went to go pick up some jewel pods and I was starting to walk into the door and he was leaving the gas station. He said, Damn, baby, you got it all going on. Okay, look at you. And I said, Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> and like walked in the store and it was really fucking awkward. Um, but yeah, I mean, that boosted my ego. So Good, that yeah. happened. Good for you. Because it's been so long since a crackhead hit lot. on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all I need is a horny crackhead. <laughs> but like, stay back because like, don't fucking touch me. But like, Just I mean, he was definitely like cat calling me and it was fucking awkward. But, you know, sometimes. I can really help you <laughs> when you know crackheads don't have a filter and they're just like I appreciate your body I'm like oh my god thank you those words of affirmation you know I haven't heard that in so long that's so cool <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> um, and that was the highlight of my week so other than that it's just been work and oh and I took care of my car um, got my tires rotated changed my oil had a three day weekend went grocery shopping Clean the fuck out of my apartment, which you probably can't even tell now. Oops. But, um, yeah. So I've been really caring for myself a lot lately. Good for you. Um, with just, like, little mundane tasks and stuff like that. But it also feels really good to just be like, ah, I have literally nothing to stress about. And then I just get bored because I don't know how to entertain <laughs> myself sometimes. So That's sad. We're bored if we're not stressed. Yeah, and it's it's a really weird fucking feeling, and it's, like, nice, and sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I'll, you know, I'll just, like, smoke a bowl and chill out and watch some drag race, but then I sit there and I'm like, I'm not doing anything and I'm not being productive and this is stupid and I'm wasting a day, but, like, literally everything was already done. Yeah. That's how you do crafts, dog. Oh, I thought you were going to say crack. <laughs> no. Arts and craft. Yeah, I want to, like, Arts. fucking make a blanket or some shit. Like, I want to... Yeah. Knit me some shit. Do the the hand. I know how to. I know how to crochet. Hand-woven blankets. They're, like, super big and fluffy. With that big-ass fucking... Yarn. How expensive? I feel like that's too expensive. Not expensive at all. I tried doing it myself, and then gave up. Can I have it? (laughs) Maybe. It's white and blue. The the common... Never mind. (laughs) The the combination of colors isn't that great. I just want, like, a really nice gray big old blanket you know yeah you should do it cozy okay what's up i'll hit up michael's i like those um those spools of yarn because they look like udon noodles (laughs) they do i just want to eat all that yarn. also i really want sushi so if we can have like a sushi date sometime soon yeah as a podcast group i think that would be sick and we need to do that so maybe next tuesday you guys come out earlier than fucking never o'clock man 
I had to ride my skateboard today. <laughs> I hadn't ridden it. No, and I respect that. I respect the time that you put into <laughs> that. I totally, I get that. But then, as soon as you're done with that, it doesn't come over. Just, mm. just come over. And then we can go get sushi together. As a family. It would be good for our mental health. Daniel, how was your week? Um, I've been constipated all week. <laughs> <laughs> it's because all those cheesy sliders. <laughs> pulled pork sliders you've been making. I don't know what the fuck it was, man. But I've been, like, mad constipated. It all came out today. That was cool. That's a relief. It's because it's of the Taco Bell last like, night. Yeah. Probably. You got Taco Bell last night? Yeah, we went to, to Annabelle. To Annabelle, yeah. yeah. Um, and he bought me a steak quesarito. Wow. You bought for him? He was And you didn't really offer to buy late. my lunch today? <laughs> I was sorry. running late because somebody had to hold the huddle. That part of the huddle was directed at me, which was funny. No, it wasn't. I'll tell you about it, it later. It was directed towards... Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I, it was directed other, towards the, but the it was situation that I was yes, in. Yes, yeah. No, um, Christian told me about it when he came over, and I was yeah. like, interesting. Yeah, it was funny. I hear about it. <laughs> Spill the tea. Um, other than being constipated, <laughs> I think that's... I mean, that's pretty much it. I haven't really done anything all week. I sweat a lot yesterday. It was wow, really I was fucking hot in the I was sweating yesterday. a lot today, just yeah. at Fuzzy's getting lunch. <laughs> it was not cool. <laughs> I was eating and I was like, oh, nachos. I gotta put my hair up. I was like, this is fucking bad. You were also wearing a jacket, though. Yeah, I was wearing the, um, the I Mighty Windbreaker hoodie. Because I originally was just going to go over to Grayson's and just, like, show Tina and Trevor the house. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I'll bounce. And then I was like, oh, we need to go get those mannequins. So I hit up Blaze to use this truck. And then I came home. and Wait, so what were the mannequins for? Oh, we, uh, City View just didn't want a lot of... They have I just so many fucking them. mannequins. Oh, okay. So many mannequins. You take it home? Yeah. I have the Can baby. I have no, I no. have the baby. We took it to the store. Oh. We already dropped them out of the store, y'all. Um... But yeah, so we yeah we did that. Do y'all ever sell mannequins? No, and that's what he was like. He we walked out of City View and he's like, oh my god, I have a really good TikTok idea. <laughs> Stupid. And then he was like, should I um, should I tag? What did you tag? You were talking about tagging Target or something? In it? Oh, I was talking about doing hashtags, and it was the mannequin challenge. The mannequin challenge. <laughs> he was like, should I do the mannequin challenge? And I was like. Fucking no, dude, because then people are going to see it and then try to steal fucking mannequins, and we can't do that. I won't have it. I just got these, but the girl that was there was, like, super busy. They had a double truck, and she was like, I don't know where the bases are. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I'll come back another day. So we just have two mannequins in the fitting room closet now, but they have no bases. Here's the thing. She said she was super busy and was talking about how having to work a double, but then spent another, like, 15 minutes in the back with us. I know, and it just made me feel so much worse. Really? Yes. to me, it felt like she was just like, oh, well. It was a team lead out there. She had her own metro to push truck. Yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, like, shit, they had a double truck and all this other stuff, so I was like, I, I can just come back. Like, but the fact that she spent an extra 15 okay. minutes, no. I was just like, are you really Amazing. busy? Or, like... I mean, I think she was busy, but we were just, like, still fucking there. <laughs> and we didn't say, like, all right, this is fine. We'll go. Whatever. But yeah. Whatever. She'll get Whatever. in <laughs> Bitch, where them bases at? <laughs> but also, like, Jessica wasn't there. And 
the style team or the ETL wasn't there, so she was just kind of like, mm. "What?" And I was like, "No, it's totally cool. I'll come back when Jessica's here. Don't even worry about it." So, man, that's it for my week. <laughs> okay, cool. congratulations yeah, on a good week. Besides your class, oh, I got all the workload done yesterday. That's why I was sweating so hard. <laughs> even the focal? Did you do that? Yep. My bitch, because I saw how full that was today. Vocals packed out. But I like the... Right. It's nice. Well, like, the spots were so tiny. Anyways, that's not content. Definitely not content. <laughs> we can cut that out if we need to. Oh, I could have decapitated your ass. You should have. Watch yourself. That's so, hey, what's this topic that you want to dive deep so, into? So, um, Lindsay FaceTimed me the other night. Is she okay? How is she? Well, she was drunk when she FaceTimed me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... Um, she's not super happy at like the store that she's at and she was just kind of talking about <clears throat> how she kind of deals like with her anger and like her frustrations and all this other stuff and she's not super good at um, kind of confining it and then spending that energy in a different way um, and then also I w- was watching <sighs> Drag Race <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop watching um, but they had this like challenge or whatever and they had to create like a different character of their like inner saboteur and that kind of got me thinking of like how do you guys kind of <clears throat> deal with like the negative thoughts that you have in your head and how do you like combat those and try to oh, keep yourself yeah. moving <laughs> even if it's like small but like how do you guys kind of deal with that I think that's an interesting perspective to see and it could kind of help other people deal with like stressing because I know I've come a long way with Especially work-wise, yeah. like getting overly stressed out and being like, "Oh my god, all of this is gonna fall on me!" And now, like some bad shit happens, I'm like, "All right, well, how are we gonna fix this?" But I don't spend my time and energy on being upset or mad or frustrated and like not fixing the situation. Like I try to focus that energy into like, "Let me go talk to some people." Here is the situation. How would you suggest that I handle this in the future or anything like that? So yeah, just kind of like your guys's insights on stress. Yeah, I don't know. That's a stressful very situation. Good question. Um, I guess from a very young age, <laughs> <laughs> I learned to kind of redirect my stress, and um, I still cry about it a lot. And yeah, I, I think frustrated. crying definitely is like something that still is a part of it. Yeah. But I, for me, it still needs to happen. But I, and then I, yeah. let's go. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't usually like if there's a problem at work. I'm like, okay, let's address it, um, and see what we can do about. It. Like, you just have to redirect. Yeah. And- so you just have like more of like a plan of attack surrounding yeah. like that stressful situation instead of letting yourself like spiral and get too stressed out about it. Yeah. You're like, okay, how do we fix this immediately? But also, like, like my work has and then, gotten to the point where it's like, they don't give a shit about me. Do I give a shit about them? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that could be the mindset, too, that you need to kind of have to where it's not, like, it's not that deep. I know yeah. that's something that we say at, like, our store all the time. Like, when things get stressful or there's drama or some other bullshit kind of popping off, you just kind of have to say, well, I mean, it's not that deep. And you yeah. need to move on. So I think it's... <clears throat> important to be like passionate about your job because i think that's one of the reasons why Lindsay gets so like aggravated or frustrated or stressed out super easily because she is Mm -hmm. super passionate about what she does and she doesn't like to 
like feel micromanager have people like question how she runs her business and that's like really cool that she's very passionate about it but I think it can also kind of shoot her in the foot because she can't handle those emotions super well at the time so you almost have to have like a yes I'm passionate about it but also you can't be like claws sinking into it and have Mm -hmm. it be so personal because it's not personal yeah it's more about the business type stuff exactly how do you deal with it um for me personally whenever i have like those negative thoughts or anything i have a journal that i keep with me at all times like it's in my truck right now that i will literally write down what's bothering me what's going on in my day and everything like that and then i put it away so like i get the thoughts out of my head onto paper and then i put it away i don't have to look at it anymore um but it's different with me when it comes to like work and stuff like that because i don't get stressed out over work yeah because i'm in the constant mindset of like this isn't my career right this isn't like this none of this affects me personally yeah so you you clock in you do your job and you clock out and then that's it exactly but like my personal life i will write it out I'll allow myself to feel whatever emotions that I'm feeling at the time. Like, I know I've sent y'all Snapchats of me crying <laughs> at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, Maya, what's up? <laughs> yeah. And that's during If you the- ever cry, I swear to God, you better Snapchat it to the group. I did, the one time that I cried. Remember? The one time? Oh. I was watching Midnight Gospel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. But all of those Next times... Next time I cry, I'll send it. I'm Please. literally writing it out at the same time so that way i'm getting the emotions out and i can let it go and then i'm good that way those thoughts kind of like leave your head to where you don't like overthink it and spiral you kind of have it like out in front of you and just being like okay it's i'm gonna try that exactly (laughs) expelled from my body yeah and in doing so like it allows me to put those thoughts away for as long as I need to until I can come back to them and actively... Almost like when you're in a different headspace and then kind of deal with those and kind of reflect on, like, why was I feeling this way? Right. Was that rational? And kind of judge from there. Exactly. And, like, those 6 a.m. when I'm on my lunch at work, none of that is about work. It's about my personal life. I'm letting it out then so I can go back to work. And if anything was bothering me about my personal life while I was at work, I can let it go and finish my shift without it bothering me or anything like that. And that's something that actually, um, hmm, you guys are going to laugh at this, but my HR talked to our old HR, Stephanie. Love that. It was on a conference call or whatever, but she was basically saying something. It was an app. Or something that she was using, but it's, like, for mental health and stuff. And it was, like, you need to schedule a worry time. Mm-hmm. And that's almost, like, what you do, like, on your lunch where you're, like, okay, let me write this down. Here's what I'm feeling. And then I can go back to work and focus on other things. Um, so it's almost like scheduling a worry time. But they were talking about doing that even at work, like, I guess. More so for, like, leadership. But I think team members as well. Like, if there's anything that, like, you're worried or stressed out about, like, having a time to be, like... Let me worry about this from this time to this time. And then after that, I'm not worried about it and I will move on. And it's one thing that my psychologist actually told me to start doing was to schedule five to ten minutes out of my day 
to literally write down what I'm feeling, even if it's happy, even if it's sad, it doesn't matter. Write it down, and then I can just put it away. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about it. I like that. I'm going to try that. (laughs) What about you, buds? Um... The whole time you guys were talking, I was trying to think of what I do <laughs> with my <laughs> negative thoughts, um, and the only thing that I was that I could think of is like, um, just like putting it away permanently. <laughs> That's it. So you bottle it up for later, and then it explodes, and then so, you have a bad depressive spell. Yes. No, I feel well, like it's not, it's not even that. It's like, like the analogy that I was thinking of is like, um, like filling up a balloon with air right Mm -hmm. it does it's not like adding any more weight it's just bigger and bigger and then it pops start over move on you know interesting i just like because i don't usually let a whole lot of shit get to me and when i do it's just like i vent it out to like you or blaze or anybody like you've seen it yeah Mm -hmm. um but i mean like you've seen it you've seen it more than anything where i'm like actually like screaming about things right yeah so if it's something that's bothering me that much like i'll just rant it out i think definitely like trying to talk about it in the heat of the moment and getting it out i think is also very helpful but like if it's a constant problem or something like i try to address the problem but if there's nothing that i can do to control it then it's out of my hands and right i'll just let that balloon pop and then Yikes. Start another That's balloon. That's so cool. How do you do that? How do you do <laughs> Just keep blowing air into the balloon. And then <laughs> it's a psychology we'll trait later. called object permanence mm-hmm. or situational permanence. Um, there's two different types. So there's where you see whatever situation or event or object that's going on in your life as being permanent compared to being temporary. So like with Daniel, the things that are like out of his hands it's temporary it's not something that's going to permanently affect him and that's why he's able to just release it yeah on the other hand though but there are things good things don't affect me as much as they should like if i see like a wholesome thing that makes you cry or something (laughs) you send it to me it's like oh that's really sweet cool or if there's something like extremely sad and everyone in the room is crying i'm like that's really sad like moving on kind of thing so yeah. it's like i'm just numb throughout like the whole You're thing sociopath. <laughs> daniel's one of those people that have to watch people die on lively to feel anything <laughs> yikes well okay so i no no no, no not talking about that but you, you call me a sociopath a lot of people say that like if you're actually that worried that you might be a sociopath when people describe those you're traits not. you're not you're not a sociopath yeah and every time i hear someone like oh yeah like numbness to emotions or like lack of remorse or whatever and i'm like oh fuck am i a sociopath no (laughs) so and i think that's kind of interesting that you guys have like two completely different sides of the spectrum when like your siblings and you grew up in the same household it's because i'm a virgo (laughs) (laughs) well and that was my other question like what do you think all goes into that like is it just like chemicals within your body the way that you were raised like your fucking horoscope like the the influences that you've had in your life like how do you think that kind of stuff affects your way of processing things. Because I feel like, I mean, me and my sister, we have two completely different ways of processing things. She's more like you to where it's just like she doesn't get excited about much. She doesn't get sad about much. She doesn't know how to, like, really show, like, appreciation or anything. Where I feel like I'm completely opposite and I can 
be overly excited about shit that doesn't even fucking matter and like yeah. be you know over I don't know just over exuberant about my emotions and she's like just so please can I answer for them real quick I'm just gonna say yes it's everything you've named yeah it's a nature and say- nurture thing okay it's a combination know. of both um, because like the way she I mean especially in like Hispanic households like the, <laughs> the, 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 the way I was raised was completely different, Very oh, facts, different. Yeah, yeah because yeah males tend males to be and females way are more spoiled yeah. by the mother and we were around, around our mom more because right. I was a truck driver so I was more spoiled than she was and she was there's a lot more expected of and her so when she I'm does get things it's more responsible and there's more excitement okay. when she gets those things yeah. Proud of you, bitch. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's trauma. <laughs> well, and that's something, too, that even, like, Christian and I were talking about, and I know it's not, like, super related to, like, emotions and stuff, but, like, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. um, and she, you know, she always cooked, and we always <clears throat> had food and all this other stuff in the house, and he was telling me the way that he, like, really learned to cook and understand how to, like, put together like a full meal is just because like his mom was always working his grandma was working and he was just a hungry kid and was like all right what do we got in the pantry i'm gonna fucking whip something up you know yeah let's see what we got and would kind of get creative from there and then he's just like been kind of cooking ever since where now i'm like i know i have food but i don't know what to do with it yeah Yeah. mom do you have any recipes for (laughs) me (laughs) here's what i have in my pantry yeah help a girl out you know um but even that, like, that small of a thing can affect your thinking of going into how to make a meal. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's kind of, like, interesting. I don't know. I always think about how me and him are, like, completely different people. Well, and then that also, where's, like, the where's Angel and Adrian on that kind of, like, spectrum? How do they deal with their emotions and how do they deal with stressful situations? Adrian Both cries. very poorly, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Angel's a very, like, Kyle type. Yeah. Where he has to He'll like, straight up punch a wall. Yeah, he gets Same. a little bit more not or violent, just fucking shave but, his head. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> What's He's up, just very drastic about his. Yeah, his feelings. is very drastic on like I guess you oh, could say like, like go the through aggressive a breakup side. and like fucking dye his hair type stuff. <laughs> I dyed my hair before the last one. <laughs> I I'm just saying when you get emotional sometimes you dye your hair. I yeah, shaved. I mean, that is when you shave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's how some people process things, no, and that's I totally fine. I no longer have a beard. <laughs> you should have kept the mustache, and I will stand. You by should that. have kept the mustache. I will. I agree. I didn't answer, and I should have, and I regret it, and I do apologize. <laughs> you should have kept the mustache. Grow it, be- grow it back out. Been there for you. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I wasn't there for you. See, the thing is, is I feel like the beard helps with my jawline a lot, and helps cover up a little bit of this double chin you that don't I have. have. Double chin. You- do not have a double chin. I feel like Cut I do. Shit. You know, Cut, the shit. <laughs> Cut the shit, bitch. But then um, the mustache, I was looking at it in the mirror and I felt like I looked like Chris. Chris White. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then I immediately walked downstairs and my sister and her kids were over. My sister looked at me and told me I looked like a yee And I was just like... But the way you dress counter, like... Yeah. Uh, it counteracts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to look. Yep, 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 yep. I also don't want to look like an IFC motherfucker. It's Why not? Embrace dude? it, just embrace it. Why won't you just embrace it? There's nothing wrong with being an IFC motherfucker. IFC is like the best channel. If you're Honestly. watching live TV, it's the best channel. Spike TV. TV? Nope. 
No, nope. not spiders. <laughs> it's terrible. Bad service. IFC is probably the best channel. Yeah. yeah. I spent probably most of my time on IFC. Also, it's like... <laughs> it's one of those channels that you can support people's passion projects. <laughs> you know? For, like, not the big name, you know? Second best channel. Second best channel. <laughs> QVC is number one. All those gems what? and shit that they sell. Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> QVC. Yeah. The fucking... The, the knife show. The yes. knife show, bitch. <laughs> anyway. We got um, real off topic. <laughs> bringing it back. Oh, man. What a downer. So you were saying when I asked, like, oh, it's interesting that everyone, like, was raised in the same household and has, like, a completely different way of, like, do you have more information to back that up of what? So it was all those things. There's a thing called the attachment theory, which is a huge, like, psychology psychology um <laughs> we have beer too <laughs> and the uh bottle opener is over there on the oh, couch yeah, sure. I'll, I'll oh yeah sure <laughs> i mean there, we have markers i can open it with a marker it's like a huge hugely studied thing in psychology back in the 60s which basically talks about how you gotta you press, gotta the, press button. the button oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay that basically talks about how like how you were raised. This is just the uh, nurture side of it. Spearmint. <laughs> the nurture side of it is um, how you were raised affects how you have relationships further on. So it's not just talking about like relationships and friendships and all of that. It's also how you deal with things. And I like think your it, relationship with yourself. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> And so there's four different types. Um, I can only remember two off the top of my head. Um, anally retentive and orally retentive. And the only one that I can remember in detail is anally retentive. And that's because that's what I am. Okay. And it's all so based... you like anal? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a I poor joke. It was an easy target. <laughs> I'm sorry. I plead the fit. No okay. We don't need to talk about it. I'm sorry. I just, um, I had to. <laughs> So, anally retentive is described as, well, it's... Well, you can totally look it up if you want to, like, back up your shit, and I can okay. cut, like, dead time. Uh, anally retentive is basically described as you are not really able to let anything go. So, like, you hold grudges, um, you... <laughs> Where you can, like, forgive but not forget type shit. Exactly. You got, a, like, a gorilla grip on things. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a person who pays attention to detail that it becomes like an obsession and an annoyance to others just based purely on the first thing that popped up on Wikipedia. Um, so like um, like the memes where like where when someone has like a slight change in tone on their text. Kind of. Um, but that's I'm pretty sure that's more orally retentive because that's how you take things in. And that's oh, okay. all based on um, how you were raised. So, like, even before you can talk or before you can walk or do anything really else, this is how you will re receive the world coming at you mm -hmm. as well as your inner thoughts and everything like that. Like, personally, for me, being anally retentive is I hold on to people who like lie to me a lot mm -hmm. and if I think somebody is lying to me I constantly will 
dig through that until I can figure out if they are or not to the point where I will confront them even if they're not lying to me. Right. You're right. Where it's almost like a paranoid exactly. type thing. I don't know. I said it like that. <laughs> paranoid. <laughs> Paranoia type situation to where... Like I mean, I guess sometimes it's valid, but yeah. Where you'll like go and seek out things that like... Yeah, this proves my theory. Even exactly. if it's like a It's an obsession. Small, yeah. yeah. It's an obsession. And I know it's a bad thing about me, but it's not something you can really change. Because it's how you were raised, and it's a, it's a psychological mindset. Do you think being self-aware of it makes it easier to cope with? Or you're just like, okay, well, I know I'm this. Cool. I, like, <laughs> is there nothing you can kind of do about it? Does it not really help to know and be aware of the situation? I catch myself doing it a lot. Um, and that's when, instead of acting on those thoughts that I have, that I go, what is that person doing? Why are they doing that? Right. That I will turn to focus on myself, relax, take a deep breath, write about what important. I'm feeling in the journal, put it away. Yeah. Because I think it's important Damn. to be self-aware on situations like He's that. <laughs> healthy coping. <laughs> when you know how to deal with it. Because like, if you were just self-aware and you didn't have those um, ways of kind of getting out of your system, like the journal and being able to realize it and stop and say, you know, hey, I know I'm, I'm like obsessing over this. I need to like take a moment. Otherwise, just being self-aware is being like, yeah, uh, I'm going to obsess over this and yep. then continue to do so. So then it's like not even worth it. So, looking it up further, it's all based off of uh, Sigmund Freud's psychosexual stages. So, y'all know Sigmund Freud and how, like... The whole penis thing. And all right, the penis thing. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the, the male of the family... He has this theory that the male of the family wants to be the dominant person in the family by having sex with his mother and all of that. But it... That's the most touched on thing that he's talked about, but it's not the biggest thing that he has talked about, in my opinion, at least. Right. So Freud's psychosexual stages list the oral stage is birth to one year. It's basically like if you aren't getting enough food or anything like that during that time, you develop psych psycho symptoms based off of that situation. That attention that you get during that stage. Exactly. And then the anal stage, being anal retentive like myself, is one to three years. It's basically if you were, like, punished for peeing the bed when you were one to three years old. Gotcha. And you can't really control it at that point. But it's something that you got in trouble for anyway. So right. it's like, I shouldn't have done that. And then you kind of, okay. And then the phallic stage is three to six years old. This is what normally affects people who were, like preyed upon as they were a child um it's based around their genitalia mm -hmm. so anything that like they had a pedophile in the family or even like a fascination growing right. up yeah just like it. focused on it too much or... exactly and then the latent stage is six years old to puberty so this is where actually a bulk of people um have the most issues and it's all about their just their libido being inactive and this is the biggest thing that affects them later in life is the fact that they just have no sexual preferences it's why a lot of people are never mind that was off topic 
Um, <laughs> I know where you were going with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's basically like why people have a lot of just distance from other people and it's in life. In not nece- I was going to say it's not necessarily like a sexual thing, but it's also like with intimacy. Exactly. Even like within a friendship of being like vulnerable and that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. most of those aren't caused by specifically what I said. Like the libido stage could literally be just like you have an absent parent right. during that time. So you're not as open with the people around you. Okay. Yeah, that's fucking crazy that literally, like, and that's what terrifies me to uh, ever become, like, a parent or anything because, like, one fuck up and, like, that's your fault, dog. <laughs> that's your fucking fault. I don't think you fault. give kids enough credit, though. <laughs> your fucking fault. Because, like, they're fucking, they're, like, like they're strong. They're yeah, tenacious. no, absolutely. There's so many people who have gone through, like, hard fucking times and some yeah. real fucking bullshit and, and have they, like, turned turn it, it completely around. around. And even, like, physically, like, fucking... They can drop from, like, a building and be like, I'm good. <laughs> as, long as, as long as you don't give them attention, like, oh, my God, is he okay? Like, if you're like, hey, buddy, get up. And they're like, chill the baby in the swimming pool. It's like, well, saw it in, doing backstrokes. Like, yeah, I saw just that. Chilling. Like, and that's on, ner- that's on nature. <laughs> but also, a lot of times, it definitely comes down to chance on what right, will yeah. actively impact them. Damn. So, yeah, that's... This, this episode is going to make me overthink later. Yeah, I'm going to do I like a lot it. of research <laughs> on psychology later. But do you guys like it? Do you like having this kind of topic? Yeah, yeah I think um, I, have a I was going to say we could yeah. probably, like, <laughs> whenever we're done talking about stuff on this, like, just cut it and then do, like, a normal podcast. Okay. We'll do, like, a wholesome mental health episode and then... Okay, facts. I like that. Are you... I'm, I'm getting Do you have that. the energy for it? What? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, whenever we're done with this, the whole mental health thing, cut it make it an episode oh, and then do another episode okay. so like a special like mental health one just oh. because of like what the world fucking is yeah. where we're at i almost cried <laughs> <laughs> and you can also go online and get and do quizzes Please. online to find out your attachment buzzfeed style. Quiz. <laughs> quizzes are the shit um <clears throat> what kind of hot dog are you <laughs> 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 What kind of Disney princess are you on? What based on how you cut your hot <laughs> The biggest one that I can recommend is called. It's from a website called Science of People, and you can go online and take a quiz on there and find out like what your actual attachment style is. See, I like that because it's like a WebMD type of thing. Because like when you know what you have, you can treat it. Yeah, exactly. and then you know like what your coping mechanisms should, should be, be yeah. in a healthy way versus what your coping mechanisms might be in a non-healthy way. <clears throat> you do. should send her the links so she can put them in the description yeah. later. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I also do want to say, during this time of the world, do not beat yourself up for whatever coping mechanism you yeah, are using. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it skateboarding (laughs) (laughs) well when it's like so unchartered territory and it's like nobody really has an answer for anything like why our generation didn't really grow up with the pandemic we didn't grow up with like riots everywhere or protests everywhere um like this is all completely new to like millennials and gen z so like i'm gonna be brutally honest when the pandemic hit and my school got canceled and work changed up i turned to drinking and the biggest advice i got from a friend of mine was don't beat yourself up for turning to that in the moment yeah Yeah. look at it later on 
and address what the situation is and how you can better cope. Yeah. It's just being able to pull yourself out of it is the super important thing to it. Like, yes, you can kind of have your coping mechanisms, but also I think just be aware that it is a coping mechanism, which is normal to have. It's healthy to have, but you don't want to get like lost in that and just be like, well, this is what I do now. So I'm just going to keep drinking no matter what type situation. My, um, our mom used to say that like whenever like a trauma happened, she would say like avoid drinking for a while because you don't want to cover up any trauma with drinking and just get used to it. She was always like eat like something small and then like so that you can calm down and shit like any sort of comfort food so mm, you can calm down. That's just smart. do not drink. So because otherwise you you almost start to like rely on that and yeah. you build your dependency yeah, upon then, it like, because it made me feel better that first time that I felt like fucking shit. So yeah, so like when you cover up a trauma with drinking, you start to cover up like inconveniences with drinking and all that stuff and like your friend said like don't beat yourself up for it in that moment yeah but make sure that you do reflect on it and find another coping mechanism like look for another coping mechanism but if that's the only thing you have don't beat yourself up for it yeah so then my next question I know we've already gotten pretty deep with it, but like your not only just like the stressful situations, but like kind of like your confidence levels and what your like inner saboteur will say and that kind of stuff. How do you deal with like doubting yourself <laughs> and like are there days where you're like, dude, I'm fucking hot shit. Like I own this. And do you notice like if you do anything differently to make you feel that way or is it just like a random thing? Um, Is it like a good night's rest goes into it and then you wake up and you're like, damn, I'm feeling fucking good, looking good, I'm gonna make breakfast, you know? <laughs> oh, and then there's days where you're just like, dude, I don't want to fucking do anything, I look like this shit, I feel like cry. shit. Like, I feel like crying. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, that whole, you know the whole thing where everyone's like, it's not easy to tell or like, it's easier said than done when you tell somebody to like clean their room or whatever. Right. Like, um when I was in a psychology class in high school, they said, like, even the most minuscule things help. Like, just brush your teeth. Yeah. That helps. It helps you feel clean, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, a small step towards feeling better. Yeah. So, like, when I start to, like, feel down, I honestly do feel dirty. Mm -hmm. So I just, like, shower, like, wash my face. Even if I'm not going anywhere, like, do myself up, and I'm just like, okay. See, and there are times when I get, like, real down to where, like, I know damn well like Mm -hmm. you need to take a shower it'll make you feel better but i can't like i can't bring myself to like fucking get the energy to go do it and i'm like i'll just do it tomorrow or i'll do it you know i'll do it later today like in an hour after i finish this episode of whatever fucking bullshit i'm binging yeah and then it's like and i've become like really aware of like falling into those holes we're gonna pause because me i'm starting again (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, so when I'm like, when I get aware of like me falling into those holes of like depression, I like, I guess I set myself that like worry time Mm -hmm. thing where I like put it off for a little bit and I'm like, okay, after this episode of whatever I'm watching at the moment, like I'm going to get up, I'm going to clean, I'm going to pick up the dirty laundry off my floor. Mm -hmm. I'm like going to make my bed, whatever. And then as soon as the episode ends, I pause like the next episode. I like force myself to get up as exhausting as it is when I'm in one of those holes. And I'm just like, okay, we're going to clean this up. Like we're going to set like a new 
like vibe. a blank slate and <laughs> new the, vibe yeah. in the room. <laughs> it's no. like a blank slate in the bedroom yeah because like, i kind of do the same thing <clears throat> to where like when i get in those depressive states i just lay in bed and watch tv and like not really fucking yeah care about anything and then i do the same thing to where i'm like okay after this episode like i swear to god i have to stop it and i have to like get in the shower or i have to like at least hide my laundry in the closet yeah and like kind of pick up to make me feel a little bit better or lately i've been really good about like stopping it and then playing some music and then cooking dinner or like making some food and like feeling productive but it's also like okay i'm just gonna eat and then i'll go back and i'll feel more productive and i'll feel better and then it's like a different vibe when i go back into my room and continue to watch tv well and that's another thing too is like any physical activity releases endorphins to begin with so it already makes you happier just by standing up moving yeah yeah well like for me it's it's not even like the endorphins of like like being physical or anything it's just it's just a change of scenery yeah that helps because like even for a while it was like a very slow recharge but for like uh for a while i was i just stopped sleeping in my room mm-hmm. i started sleeping on the couch and yeah. then when i felt like recharged enough to the point where i was like okay like i can clean up i want to be back in my room yeah um i recharged enough to like go clean my room or whatever so like for a few nights i would sleep on the couch like lately um it's not really been because of like depression it's more like exhaustion um but when I get to that point, I actually just sleep the other way around on my bed. Oh, so, yeah. Like, I do that I, sometimes, oh, yeah. too. Sleep with my head on the foot of the bed. Right. And then when I feel recharged, I'll clean my room, fully make my bed yeah. again and everything. Yeah, there was a point um, when I was <clears throat> living in the duplex mm-hmm. when I was just real big sad. Um, and it was probably like a month where I, I, I couldn't sleep Yeah. in the bed. Yeah. And I would go and move to the couch every single night and I would fall, I would pass out in there just fine because the living mm-hmm. room was clean and it was just like, I mean, I don't know if it, that had really anything to do with it, but I think it was just like, it was a change, a of change scenery. in scenery, a change in energy. And I would just like, I felt better just like yeah. sleeping on the couch and that's where I would go <clears> and <throat> I would do just fine. And I think the couch for me is also like, it's just, and then Tyler bought a new bed and thought that would be the solution. To almost like, I a, um, like a nostalgic thing. Yeah. Because my bedroom was always like a guest room. Mm-hmm. So you would regularly so I would be on the... put on the couch right. and I would remember like the restful like as sh- shitty as the couch was, I would get restful sleep. Don't right? talk about the couch TV. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the same couch that I fall asleep on like today when I feel the best. It's tight. It's a good couch. It's a good couch. I slept um, on it. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, like getting the pillow on the couch or even just using like the armrest on the couch which the armrest is completely fucked up like it's <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> gone at this point you can't gone, fucking yeah. use that anymore um but it's it's almost just like the memory of like being able to fall asleep with like the tv on right falling asleep to american dad like we talked about in the yeah. last episode um just it's almost like nostalgic and it makes me feel better time. it's a neutral yeah. point yeah yeah where you're like i felt okay in this moment not super happy not yeah, depressed, but like I was fine. I felt okay. Yeah, felt content with life. Yeah, and that's a, another thing that you and I had talked about earlier today was getting in that situation where you just feel stuck, mm-hmm. and I feel like having you're those not thoughts forward, and then you feel like, what the fuck am I doing with my life, and then spiraling exactly in that so, type of situation and just feeling stuck. Yeah, having any type of scenery change is mm-hmm. amazing. 
Because I was feeling that way a lot before uh, we went to California mm-hmm. last year. And yeah. I mean, I kind of told you guys like how that trip really kind of meant a lot to me. But I think it wasn't only like just being with you guys and being on my own, but it was also just like that change in scenery and the overall fucking energy of being out there and like yeah. having a really good time with people. And then I came back and then I was like, oh, wait check this out <laughs> i can't go back to the same shit of how i was feeling and yeah. i need to change things yeah so. you did change a lot after that trip i did proud of you thanks <laughs> let's go to california right <laughs> so anytime you guys are depressed road trip out to california with your friends if you're in california road trip to texas come see us okay uh, and that's yeah. it well yeah. <laughs> i mean i think even well, like a little tiny road well, trip because like even after yeah. like our austin trip oh yeah, yeah that was definitely it was like, like a one day trip we should definitely do something soon yeah no that was a good time that's why upper middle class people are so fucking happy all the time Assholes. <laughs> vacation well not year. only are they not poor <laughs> struggling but they also get the vacation yeah, the they get that fuck? nice yeah, change exactly. of scenery I would love to have an eat, pray, love moment. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, like, it can be as simple as literally driving and crashing on your friend's couch Yeah. sometime. Because, like, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, I'm literally driving to Abilene yeah. to go see a friend of mine that I haven't seen in forever. Because I literally texted him saying, hey, I need a change of scenery. Do you want to hang out? And he was like, yeah, come over. Come crash at my couch. You're more than welcome here. Yeah. And I think when we get so stuck in, like, those routines of, like, the everyday, like, this is what I have to do, this is what I'm doing, this is the same, like, you just kind of, you get burnt out so quick on shit like that. Yeah. Even if you are, like, happy with your job or happy with, like, your relationships, but when it's just, like, the same thing, there's nothing, like, new happening, nothing, like, I don't know, no different vibes coming into your life, you're just like, okay, well, well, then what the fuck? Is this just how it's going to be forever? Mm-hmm. At least that's how I think. Like, I start to get, like, yeah. I start to spiral. And I'm like, is this my future? I wow. can't keep doing this. The way I see it is, like, like when you're, like, when you're, like, content with what you have, mm-hmm. you're just kind of, like, gliding. But yeah. with gliding, you, like, slowly start slow coming decline. down. Like, yeah. as slow as it is, like, but you do need that recharge at as some like point. getting yeah you need that gust of fucking wind yeah. california and that, yeah saying. those trips like california <laughs> trips austin trips whatever yeah. like it's a it's a good gust or of wind or even that, just like, like having a good a really good fucking day doing something yeah. new like in the area in which you live but like going out with like a bunch of people and like having a really good time doing a new thing that you've never done before going to a new place or anything like that well, i think can definitely help too as it, minimal as like when we used to driveway drink yeah when that became oh a God. new thing that was like a gust of wind that threw us holy back shit yeah absolutely whatever. and it, now like and i we, miss that in my life we don't being like half an hour away from each other we don't hang out as often yeah so whenever it's like a spontaneous like hey like come over after work like we'll get drunk yeah. or whatever or and like, then we'll sit a out couple on the fucking balcony ago, and like um chain smoke and talk when for i fucking hours. just dropped the chairs off <laughs> yeah and got drunk yeah whatever like that was one of those gusts of wind yeah and that's why like things like people are shopaholics is because they want to buy new things to change what's going on yeah, around no, them there's definitely like retail therapy is fucking real yeah. like so yeah. real <laughs> because lo- like getting a new fit and feeling good in that like Gives shaving you that your beard confidence <laughs> in shaving your beard and your mustache even though you shouldn't have. 
Um, but I mean, it even goes further to people who are like settled in careers who don't have that change of pace. If they're comfortable with like their jobs and the relationships and everything like that, every few months they'll move furniture around. Yeah. See, that was a big thing that I did. Um, really, honestly, all throughout my life, that's something that always kind of helps me like kind of get a new energy in or something like after I get like real sad or something fucking fucked up happens or I don't know, whatever. I always redecorate, redecorate or rearrange or I don't know. I, I, I That's do just something too exhausting for me, man. <laughs> but I mean, it could be literally, but it doesn't even take that long. Like when you really think about it, cause I always think like, okay, I'm going to spend my entire day rearranging my fucking room, right? And then, like, within 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is cute. I'm done. See, the problem is and I like literally feel be as much as moving that chair across to the to other, the other side, side of the room. Where it the used to be, is, by the way, and I, then I like, rearranged it. Exactly. That's, that's why I said it. <laughs> I overthink that kind of shit. And I'm like, okay, I could move this over here. And I'm just like, that's not going to look good. And then I just, like, I overthink all of it so it doesn't help. To, yeah. like, rearrange it. Like, the only time that it's ever been easy was when I moved my bed from, like, this 90-degree angle <laughs> to this 90-degree <laughs> angle. angle. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, but, but that also, really did help, though. That was when I had, like, repainted that dresser mm-hmm. or whatever. So I guess I was just in that, like, productive mode. Yeah. And I was and like, I, I need like... to make room for this dresser now. And I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. I did the exact same thing the day I graduated high school. Was I literally just changed my bed from this way to this way? Yeah. Just because it was like this is new, everything's changing. Yeah. I need this to change so that way yeah. I feel like I am continuing with that change in my life. Yeah. See, I wish we were just like wealthy enough to be those types <laughs> of people. Like, okay, I'm graduated. I'm gonna take a trip to Europe. Oh fuck! Like, honestly, then we wouldn't have to fucking move our beds. <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> Oh, you went on a trip to Europe? Well, I moved my bed 90 degrees. <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> I'm poor. I went to Mexico after I graduated with my cousins. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. What's it like having money? Um, What's it like being rich? That was before she even started working, so she didn't have money. I did Damn, have money. you got daddy's you have, like, money? money? I had Target money. Oh, yeah. Well, and even, too, like, one thing that I started doing um, is, like, I know I've always been talking about, like, how my car's a piece of shit and, like, I need to sell it. And just really taking the time to clean out my car and, like, vacuum my car and, like, caring for it. I mean, I still definitely want a new car. But, like, that has given me so much more, like, self-worth, I feel, because I am caring for something that I do own Mm -hmm. because I have paid it off and, like... I think for the longest time, even before I paid it off, like it was just like, ah, this is a piece of shit car. Because like one or two things went wrong with it, and I was like, ah, this is garbage. I'm gonna treat yeah. it like garbage. But like taking the time to like focus on those things really kind of changed my outlook on like the rest of my life too. Of like, okay, well, I need to start cooking more. I need to like do. I need to focus your my energy on different temple. things. If you're treating your car like a temple, and treat your body like a temple. <laughs> Bitch, I made fucking sweet and sour chicken last night. I ain't treating like a temple, but I am like putting my energy into like thoughtful things instead of just like, yeah. well, I'm gonna be lazy and just fucking watch TV all night. Like that's boring. You're boring. also improving something that's already established in your life. You don't have to make a huge change of selling your car and buying a new one to feel like you are being productive. Right. Literally. I can just take the time and care for it and improve it 
and then therefore feel better about it. Exactly. And it's well, almost like I have a whole new car because, well, I mean, it still kind of squeaks a lot, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Yeah, I get like a little scared every time I bed. see it pull out of anywhere. You're I'm like, like oh, this oh, bitch. I hope like, she makes it home. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So that's all the time that we have for our, our special episode. Our special self help episode. <laughs> Um, mental health episode the world's scary the world's weird hopefully this can kind of help with some coping things um i feel like it's been a pretty big topic at least like on my own mind and i i feel like it was really good to talk to you guys about it and kind of air some things out and get some different perspectives on stuff and how you cope with things so thank you for sharing very nice it was fun made me cry you didn't cry Made me want to cry. No, you didn't. <laughs> I almost did. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Vacuous Podcast, episode seventy-one. I think. Yeah. Um, tweeted us. How do you cope with things? Can you help me cope with things better, please? Please. <laughs> um. Also, just take care of yourself. Please. You can tweet us at Vacuous Pictures. You can tweet us personally. Mine's at Vacuous Naya. I'm at Vacuous Kathy. I'm at Vacuous Moose. And I'm at white underscore blaze. Also, don't forget to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash vacuous pictures. We'll have a new commentary track coming soon. Soon. Help us take that vacation. The mental health vacation soon. Sounds great. Yeah, that'd be sick. Landis. <laughs> <laughs>